I actually think he's a very underappreciated character, Wong. Yeah, I was joking throughout the whole movie. What happened to my favorite character, Wong? Hey, yo, what's popping, guys? Welcome back to Just Your Ordinary Movie Podcast. Uh, yes, here comes the special news. We decided to rebrand the podcast. Yeah, it's now going to be called Just Your Ordinary Movie Podcast. In comparison, it used to be called The Movie Sims Podcast. So we're going to take a couple steps to avoid confusion, but just keep that in mind. It shouldn't make a huge difference. Anyways, uh, today's episode, what are we going to do? We're going to do three segments. First, we're going to cover the trailer and our expectations for Thor, Love and Thunder. Then we're going to do a little segment called Should You Watch Moon Knight? And then we're going to give our review for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Which exceeded my expectations, to be honest. To be honest, so did mine. Yeah, it, it, it was really good. Like, I don't know what to say. We will talk about this later. Uh, let's start with Thor Love and Thunder. The trailer dropped a couple of weeks ago, but uh, it is still trendy. Yeah, I see many people posting Thor Love and Thunder. Uh predictions reviews yeah uh what actually surprised me in the trailer is and we also get like a set first look why does jane foster have a suit what's that all about oh you did you don't know no man hmm. basically I, I don't know the story the plot but she will come back to the universe and she gets Thor's powers how i don't know how that's very confusing i don't know the, um when kevin kevin foggy explained uh, the, the timeline of phase 4, he then told, talked about this. But I can't remember right now. In future trailers, we will probably know. That sounds very intriguing, actually. I can't wait to see Natalie Portman as a superhero, finally. Yeah, finally. And I don't think if she'll be a uh, Thor nemesis or his alliance. In his alliance, I don't know. I think she'll just be his ally. You know, Jane Foster and stuff. This movie, actually, I'm pretty excited for it because uh, Thor Ragnarok was really good and then they kind of ruined Thor with the end game. But uh, let's hope yeah. this is just as good as Ragnarok. That's best case scenario. Oh, it will be. Because you know who the director is? No. The same one as Thor Ragnarok. Oh, really? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, he's a comedian director. And in my opinion, he managed to embrace the true potential of Thor in Thor Ragnarok. And now he will do the same after, as you said, it uh, he was ruined in Endgame. Yes, I, I think he actually also directed uh, Black Panther. No, he he didn't. He directed Jojo Rabbit. If you oh, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually a very yeah. good movie. I'm pretty sure yeah. he, he it has like uh, Taika Waititi as Hitler. Yeah, he, he was the one. He also plays Cork. In, uh, oh, Korga, Stone Man? Yeah, yeah, Stone Man, yeah, the same. Well, actually, I'm pretty hyped for this movie. It comes out, like, July, which is massive bummer. It Wasn't it scheduled to come out, like, May? Close, it's close. Yeah, but it was, like, scheduled to come out on my birthday at one point. <laughs> I, I think, in my personal opinion, if movies get delayed more time, for more time, it is better if the quality increases. Yes. Otherwise... It's only going for the worst. Well, the, but actually, in all my time as a <clears throat> like movie person, I think the only delay of a movie that's actually been worth the wait is remember when the Sonic movie 
trailer came out and, uh, and everyone hated uh, yeah, the old yeah, hedgehog yeah. and so they had to like delay the movie six months to change all the cgi i think that was actually like the reasonable delay we've had well i've watched this one theory by screen rant uh where they said that at first they they just created the trailer with this bad design so that they provoke people and get more attraction to to their movie uh the whole time they've been had, having this cute sonic design well i watched this Be- but because i don't think that you can't redesign a whole movie in just two months as they said it wasn't two months it was like it was delayed from november to february that's well actually that is three kind months. of two months three months but yeah i i think that they weren't actually done on the cgi so it was easier to like redesign because they weren't actually done i do actually think that because this costs like paramount a lot of money to redesign so i don't think that's the case but it could be who knows it could be anyway back to torrent thunder an interesting um note here is that back in november i think um when marvel uh, bought fox I, i don't know if it was november but they published a video on their channel where deadpool and cork are talking Oh yeah. Sofa. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think that will actually like happen like canonically or is it just like a sneak peek sort of thing? Damn. If if that book comes to screen in Thor Love and Thunder, I'll be damned to be honest. So we will have I Star-Lord, but... Guardians of the Guardian Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, Jane and Deadpool. I mean <laughs> how, how can the movie go better? Yeah. That is true. So actually, uh, from what I've heard, uh, the main guardians featured in this movie will be uh, Star Lord and Groot, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, no, Groot was the tree, and Rocket was. I think all of them will make an appearance, including Drax, and the insect one, the new one. But didn't Gamora die? Yes, Gamora did die. In the yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So uh, actually we're not that many guardians left, huh? What about Nebula? Well, I don't her sister. What actually happened to Nebula after Endgame? Yeah, that's I I think she might have I died. I think she killed herself. To sacrifice. The other version killed herself. Yeah. Well, then they have other version Nebula. Yeah, mu- the multiverse is opened. But we'll talk about this later, so stay tuned. Um I think that's what we have to say about Thor Love and Thunder. That's pretty straight on. Yeah, I, I, I'm very excited for this movie. I have very high expectations judging for what Taika Waititi did with uh, the last Thor movie. So let's hope this one's just as good. Yeah, yeah, let's hope. <laughs> okay, so now we're doing a new segment. This is very new. It's called Should You Watch Moon Knight? So basically, I'll let Max explain. So... Uh, in this segment, one of us will watch a certain movie or series and the other one uh, will have a very bright idea of what the movie is about. And so he'll ask all the intuitive questions in case you haven't watched this movie or you have. You should know if you should watch it again or for your first time. Yes, so um, for this first edition of the segment, we have Moon Knight. I've watched Moon Knight. Max hasn't watched Moon Knight, so basically he'll be asking me some questions. We we won't be giving any like heavy spoilers or anything. We're just like a broad idea thing, yeah. Yeah, so let's begin. How many series is Moon Knight? Six. Oh, six episodes. And did you watch them when they were premiering or... You just uh, all at once binged them. Oh no, I watched them. Uh, everyone, uh, when it premiered, I watched it like every Tuesday. And was it worth the wait? 
Ah, uh, yes, I think it was worth the wait. The only con I see that, again, and this is like a Marvel pro show problem in general, they tried to compress a really large story into six episodes. I mean, if it would have been like eight stories, that would have been a lot better, I think. But they haven't ruined it like Game of Thrones, right? No. Because the last season, it, it was awful. But I think some of the elements felt like they were way too rushed in order to come to a conclusion. Kind of fast-paced, like Doctor Strange. Um, and was Moon Knight R-rated? Or is it PG-13? I'm not sure about the rating, but it is pretty, like... It doesn't have that much gore, but it just has a much darker... Everything about it's much darker. It's something that did have gore, though. Doctor Strange 2, I mean, yeah... Is it, is it somehow related to the MCU or is it uh, an independent series? Well, most people are saying it's not in the MCU and I really hope it isn't because, let's be honest, uh, just when you watch it, you'll understand like the tone for Moon Knight and for everything about it is much different than the MCU. But the ancestral plane from Black Panther is mentioned, so it's likely A, in the MCU, B, in another uh, universe, like inside the multiverse. I see, I see. Which actually I think will be very interesting to have our MCU Moon Knight, which is different, and uh, who stayed Moon Knight. And he can just, like, join the other, like, heroes. I see, I see. As a new Avengers, right? Well, doesn't need to be an Avenger just like it. Is he a hero, uh, a villain, or he's, is he's an anti-hero? Well, without without spoiling a lot, he uh, he's more of a servant to someone. Ah, okay, the Egyptian god, right? The Egyptian god of the moon, Khonshu. Okay, okay, I see. But does this make him a villain or a hero in the... In the eyes of the sad. It depends. He does m- many different things. For example, if Kanchu sends him to kill someone on his bidding, he has to do it. He's obliged to do it. On the other hand, when okay, he sa- sends him to save humanity from some Egyptian monster, it's viewed as a heroism. So it depends. Now, if you can rewind back, would you watch every single episode, every single week? Or would you binge them all at once? Because I haven't watched them this way. I, I, I will binge them. I, I think that uh, watching them one week apart just builds up more suspense. And I honestly think that's the way to go. Not for just Moon Knight, for like TV shows in general. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's depends on the TV show. That is true, yes. But what, what about the pilot? Does it grab you? I think the pilot was a bit too boring and uh without giving away spoilers again like actual like suited up moon knight barely appeared in the pilot like barely for maybe let's say 20 seconds at the end uh, i i get what they're trying to do but i don't think what they were trying to do really works with a six episode story so i'd liked if episode one and episode two were like uh merged into one ish episode or at least like one-ish thing because the pilot just felt very mysterious and that was all okay i see i see because uh uh according to the pilot i decided if i want to continue watching the series or not for example peacemaker i didn't really enjoy the pilot uh, peacemaker so, was amazing even though yeah many people tell, tell me it's amazing but the pilot just didn't well it, it doesn't so. like have the strongest story it's just like funny i guess yeah yeah uh also uh this show, Moon Knight, I think you should definitely watch it because uh, the pilot isn't that interesting, but the show gets so much better later on. I think this is a must-watch for you, especially. I think you'll love the later episodes, like especially the final few. They get very intense. Now, 
this question it's not really related to what Marvel Studios have produced before, but are there any philosophical concepts or uh, provoking thoughts? I would say that there are more than in previous uh, Marvel projects, but that's definitely something we want Marvel to evolve in as a sphere. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. A prediction of mine about how Marvel will develop is that as we grow up, the, their main audience, like before we were kids, so we watched Iron Man, now we grow older and we start watching those more, as you said, dark theme uh, Marvel movies like Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness. Also, Moon Knight, I haven't watched it, but from what I hear, it is a dark themed movie. And so as we evolve our generation, maybe Marvel will also progress. Yeah. And that's a really interesting concept in my Yeah, opinion. so uh, something I want to point out about Moon Knight, the casting is actually, like, amazing. Oscar Isaac is brilliant in the world because it's no secret that it's a dual personality thing. He has more than one personality in him. He actually plays it off so well. I, I think this is the probably one of the best performances we've ever had in, like, Marvel as a whole. It might be, like, the second or the third, but he's amazing. Also, uh, another casting Layla I don't know what the actress name is but she also is amazing and Ethan Hawke is amazing and just everyone is really good uh Ethan Hawke played who uh Arthur Harrow bad guy oh bad guy okay so well I'll, I'll definitely watch it definitely so yes there's a lot to talk about let's let's just wrap up this segment by saying I'll ask you so Max after uh this segment Will you watch Moon Knight? I will watch it for those specific reasons. First of all, it's dark themed. That's something new to Marvel. And I want to experience it. Secondly, it's six episodes. So it won't cost that much of my time. Uh, and even though it's not that great of a story, it's still very popular and trendy. And I can uh, I can talk with a lot of people about it. Yes. So yeah, definitely. But now the moment that we have all been waiting for. Let's get into... The biggest, actually, best part of this episode, our full review of Doctor Strange 2, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, before we begin, spoilers ahead. Yes. If you haven't watched the movie, save this video for watch later, or uh, in in Spotify, just... You should, like, download it. Yeah, I don't know. It's a podcast. Also, thing. you should follow us if you haven't done. You should definitely follow us. If yeah. you haven't followed us, yeah. So, uh, let, let's kick this review off by talking about last episode, we just did predictions. So, we predicted a lot of yeah. things. We want to cover what we predicted? Uh, just before we, before we begin with this, uh, when did you watch the movie? I watched it, uh, so the worldwide premiere is on the 6th of May. I watched it on the 5th. I saw it in 4DX, so it was like earlier than everyone. When did you watch it? I watched it also on the 5th of May, uh, but it was it was only 3D. Sam Raimi said that the movie was made to be 3D. It was really good. It was really good, I can agree, yes. So, uh, want to kick off by starting what predictions we got correct? Yeah, sure. So, chronologically, we, we had this idea that Wanda might be the villain and that she will attack the temple right off the beginning. Yes. Which we predicted. Uh, we also predicted that uh, she might go to the temple of Catan. Yes, that was also uh, true. She went there. Yeah. I think another prediction that you absolutely nailed is that the whole circumstance is the main villain. That is absolutely true for me in this movie. 
Yeah, Doctor Strange is the power, uh, the most powerful being in the multiverse. Well, I, I think Wanda is more powerful. Well, when he has the Book of Vishanti, I think he gets it at the end, right? No, he has the so, Darkhold. Oh, did, no, he dropped it. Oh, they opened the multiverse, right? Yeah, but with the Darkhold. But still, Wanda with the Darkhold versus Strange with the Darkhold. I mean, he's stronger, right? I he managed to well, they managed to kill her. No kill No, her. well they didn't manage. She kind of did it herself. They just yeah, used yeah. like <laughs> guilt. But do you think she's dead speaking of that? Do you think Wanda is dead? No, no. Mentally, yes. Physically, no. And also it doesn't really matter because we have this multiverse concept and we can uh get her character from everywhere in the multiverse yeah so i think i i think the most interesting thing that came out of this movie is the concept for dream walking i, I that's very intriguing don't you think that's yeah yeah exactly dream walking i mean i was i was like scared to dream last night especially like when strange just dream walked into his own corpse that was just wow that was very creative. Very. At some point of the movie, I thought, is this movie, are the directors of the movie stupid? Why did you have Doctor Strange just had, uh, just dig his own grave? And then nowhere in the movie, we didn't come back to this point. But then once he uh, dream talked into his dead body, then I was like, damn, this is the most creative team ever. That is true. Especially how he hard harnessed like the evil souls into a replacement for his cloak that was also very creative oh that was it was creative definitely but it was kind of lazy writing because if nobody has ever if it's forbidden to dream walk into your own dead body and if all of those demons have every time every single time managed to uh, kill the dreamwalker then why would he do it dr yes. strange fairly yeah he fairly easy uh defeated them that is true but then again he is Doctor Strange. I, I really want to talk about the cameos, I'm not gonna lie. They were just, like, wow. Yeah, okay. Cameos and that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wanna start off? Yeah, I would love to. So, uh, we got the Illuminati, which is um, includes uh, Reed Richards, played by John Krasinski. Professor X or Charles Xavier, played by Sir Patrick Stewart, which was the best one, in my opinion. Uh, we got definitely Haley Atwell's Captain Carter, uh, my least favorite actress as Captain Marvel, Mordo Supreme, the replacement for Strange Supreme, and uh, who am I missing? Oh, Black Bolt. We got Black Bolt, which was yeah, also pretty cool, in my opinion. Uh, we had American America Chavez, but she's not in the Illuminati. Yeah, but she's not a cameo. She was like basically a main character in this movie. Also, this guy that uh, Doctor Strange made beat himself. Uh, what was his name? Ah, uh, Bruce Campbell's the actor, but I don't know what. Yeah, he... Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty. Uh, cool. Another interesting ca cameo that I want to just talk about right now is in the post credit scene. The purple woman. Oh yeah, like. Uh, most of you might. Kila. You might not be familiar who she is. Klee, Klee. Dila. It's it's spelled C L E A. She she's basically going to marry Doctor Strange. Yeah. Well, she she does in the comics. She's a main love interest, and she's also the sorceress supreme of the yes. like evil dimension, and she's also the niece of the big bad guy from the, the first Doctor Strange movie. Dormammu. Dormammu's niece, which I think they're definitely yeah. gonna change, but uh, the. 
repeated mentioning of incursion in this movie uh, builds up to a supposed Secret Wars crossover, which would be cool. I have a theory for future movies. Uh, you know how we have Charox Xavier as the same actor? Yes. That plays... Sir Patrick Stewart. And so maybe... Yeah, Sir Patrick Stewart. Maybe we will have Anya Taylor-Joy join a, uh, the MCU uh, through this dark dimension with Klee. You know, from the New Mutants. Oh, that would be... So, I think getting, like, all those characters will be so cool. I, I really hope we can get a... Uh, just, like, using the theory you said, uh, there's probably, like, uh, MCU Fantastic Four, because we know that movie is in the making. Uh, I really hope that uh, Reed Richards is played by John Krasinski, because uh, I think he was great for the five minutes he was in. Yeah, the, the costume design of those characters wasn't good. Also, the CGI, it was kind of lame. It could have done better. I actually don't mind the costume design for uh, Reed Richards. Yeah, maybe I wanted to see him more getting elastic, not just him being a smart ass. Uh, well, I also, uh, Peggy Carter's, like, uh, costume was really nice. Like, it was just, like, the what-if one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but you you might be right that, uh, of course, you weren't right that Strange Supreme is the same one as what-if. But this Peggy Carter might be the same one. Because we saw Doctor Strange and America Chavez travel to an animated multiverse. Yes. And that was really exciting for me. I... I actually think that the Doctor Strange that Doctor Strange meets in the crippled dimension, like a result of an incursion, I think that might be the one from What If? No, no, I don't know if if it was the same, because can Doctor Strange travel actually to the multiverse without America Chavez? He might open it, but I don't think he can travel through it, you know? Yes. You kn- like, you kn- he can make other people come in. Yeah. You know what I found out, and this is kind of funny, uh, the guy who plays Wong is called Benedict Wong. Yeah, I, I know this, I know That's this. That's kind of funny. So they would be like, B- Benedict, and both uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Benedict Wong will just turn around. I think Benedict Wong was also good at this movie. He's a good Wong, in my opinion. I actually think he's a very underappreciated character, Wong. Yeah, I was joking throughout the whole movie. What happened to my favorite character, Wong? Yeah, he was just like... No, he's but he did come back at the end. He was like just hanging on some like piece of stone. Yeah. I waited for him to introduce Shang-Chi. Because at the end of Shang-Chi, we had him uh, talking with Wong about the Infinity Stones. But Maybe maybe that hasn't happened yet. Maybe Shang-Chi takes place after Doctor Strange? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's actually a great point. I don't know. Hmm. Um, But... You know what kind of triggered my my provocative thoughts? What? Um, is there going? Are Marvel Studios making series with only one season, or are they going to have a couple of seasons? For example, with Wanda Vision, first of all, Vision is dead, and also Wanda might be dead, so they cannot do a, a se- season two. So they're they're just going to leave it hanging there as a movie that you should watch to get the whole concept of future movies. Well, yeah, for for example, for uh, Moon Knight, they definitely had a build-up to a second season, and I definitely think they could have a second season. They're, they're, like, it's just a thing that could happen. Probably, yeah. So, uh, what did you think of the costume design in general in this movie? I think it was amazing. In general, yeah, it was amazing. Doctor Strange, especially, and Wanda. I mean, I mean Wanda, at some point, she was the, the Scarlet Witch... 
like very sexy very sexy very sexy and very nice like costume and makeup and honestly everything she just looked flawless yeah yeah exactly flawless and then at some point she was like a zombie uh just we we thought that they were going to go to a zombie multiverse well yeah that actually something that did kind of underwhelm me in this movie is that there wasn't that much zombies in it really yeah my my friend told me that in the uh post credit scene not scene but credits there was this guy tom cruise as superman uh as iron man well, I don't know. Uh, what did you What did you think of uh, Sochil Gomez as America Chavez? That is a new character. First time we've seen her. Uh, well, actress. I don't know how old she is. She's like sixteen or seventeen. Sixteen, yeah. Uh, it's a Marvel movie, so it couldn't be that much of a drama. But she did a really good job. Yeah. What I didn't like about her was her haircut and also uh, the actions for her. But the actress, she was great. Yes, I also think that. The writing was decent too. I think she's a very likable character. Uh, For the other casting, I actually know that Benedict Cumberbatch is a brilliant actor and I've always known that. Elizabeth Olsen is Wanda. We've mentioned this on the podcast. Is amazing. Like, actually amazing. And uh, that's basically our main cast for this movie. Yeah. Actually, someone else we had as a main cast member. We had uh, Rachel McAdams as other Christine Palmer, like red-haired Christine Palmer. Yeah, Christine. I didn't expect her to come back in this movie. Me, well, she technically didn't when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, you're right. I wanted to talk about a lot about how creative this team is. Okay. In my opinion, this is Marvel's... Uh, create most creative team ever yes for example for example take the note scene that note scene it was amazing i mean it could have been done better but the idea and the execution was it's something really new no one has ever done i did actually like the creativeness of that moment yeah man also the visual effects very creative again yeah uh, so interesting the writing as a whole was very interesting at some points it makes you think that they're that this uh, loose end, loose cut, but then the movie comes back. Yeah, everything like cinematography wise was also brilliant due to Sam Raimi, who outdid himself, may we say. Yeah, one of his greatest movies, to be honest. Yeah, I I think this movie was just like very interesting, much more interesting than the first Doctor Strange movie, in my opinion. Yeah, Doctor Strange one was eh, kind of I didn't like it that much. Yeah, this is like a top five MCU movies. What I don't like about solo Doctor Strange movies is Doctor Strange arrogance. Because in Infinity War and Endgame, he isn't that arrogant, you know? Well, yeah, but he's more like, that's actually the... He has a different... That's actually... Different personality. That's who Doctor Strange is like in the comics. He's very arrogant. That's what transforms him into Doctor Strange. That's That's who he is just. Yeah, I know, I know. No, that's my personal point of view. As a sto- story-wise, if that's how it should be, then they did a- an amazing job. I think so too, yes. What else? Oh, a lot else. Uh, Let's talk about the whole like villain arc for Wanda. Do you think that what she did was okay? Uh, of course, the circumstance is the villain, but um, I really liked Wanda ever since she was first introduced. And uh, this movie makes it hard to like her. What do you think? Wanda is one of, was one of my favorite uh, female heroes in the MCU. 
I mean, from the story perspective and writing, I think that's a great, great idea to have Wanda, one of the most likable heroes, become the villain. And I don't know if you have watched WandaVision, but uh, after what happened in Westview, she became mentally unstable. Well, yeah, I, I, I haven't like really watched it. I just like watched the recap, but... She went crazy, like real crazy, real crazy. Well, yeah, because she possessed the Darkhold, which is like corrupts every user. You can't see Doctor Strange's third eye, right? Yeah. What about the, the third eye? Because Wanda, yeah, one didn't Wanda actually destroy all uh, Darkholds? She did, but um, he did actually use it before she destroyed it. And uh, since the Darkhold actually poisons every user in a way he like got corrupted by the power of the dark hold and i'm not sure if he's evil but he definitely has a third eye as a result of that yeah third eye may maybe he might become the next villain because it's multiverse of madness you know this mad thing wanda became mad now doctor strange can what do you think about incursions because like so basically what do we know thus far about incursions due to the dark hold when traveling between universes you may cause a incursion which is two realities merging into one and uh, destroying themselves in while doing that what do you think now that the dark hold is destroyed will there be any incursions yeah definitely it's just natural to destroy multiverse it's like stars getting destroyed didn't they mention in one point in the movie that Thanos actually won the war and then an incursion happened and he died? Something like this. Oh, and well, he won the war because of Doctor Strange and then the Illuminati came to like stop him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking of Thanos, I really wanted to see him uh, not dead, but in another universe maybe where he's good or maybe where he wins the war and comes to conquer the whole multiverse. Yeah, that would just, like, be very interesting, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it was not enough to see him only in two movies. He didn't make an appearance in Avengers, right? Yeah, but uh, it, it wasn't the same. Well, he, he was the big baddie of Phase 1, I guess. Phase 1. This movie feels more like Phase... No, it's an, something new, but I can't really connect it with Phase 4. Because Phase 4 are those bad MCU movies. And this was actually a really good movie. Well, I guess we're just gonna have to, like, start associating Phase 4 with, like, some good things, because next Phase 4 MCU movie, Thor Love and Thunder, we're getting the Miss Marvel show, which might be good, and a uh, Fantastic Four movie is gonna come eventually. That might be Phase 5, though. There's gonna be some interesting stuff. I'm sure Kevin Feige's, like, worked it all out in his head, so... You know, I trust the people over at Marvel. Talking about figure to it all out, there was this film theory video where they talked about that Marvel is just through a period where they are transferring from PG-13 to a darker team, more R-rated. And we can see that in Doctor Strange uh, MOM, because we see them drinking, having some blood. Well, yeah, it was actually like a lot of people call it... Uh horror movie i don't think it was a straight up horror movie but it did have many horror elements in it i think many jump scares many also i didn't expect to see the first doctor strange supreme like in the very first scene dying oh that that guy's name was defender strange yeah defender strange exactly i didn't expect just to see marvel with blood i i don't associate them that way and i really like them in this new new view yes vision yeah 
So uh, a while ago, you told me this was uh, probably one of the best MCU movies. What would you say are the top five, uh, not MCU, but just like MCU things like shows and movies uh, in no particular order? Just what are the five best ones? Productions. Um, subjectively or objectively? Just go on your own opinion, subjective. I haven't watched Doctor Strange in a while, but uh, Thor Ragnarok and Infinity, uh, Infinity War are probably the best two. Then it might be Captain America Civil War. Yes. Uh on fourth place, I might I might have to say Black Panther, uh but Black Panther. Wait, wait a second. And then it might be Doctor Strange. Well, for me the the five ones, so Thor Ragnarok, Avengers Infinity War, the original Iron Man which is absolutely amazing, Moon Knight and Doctor Sh- Oh, no 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 no. Thor Ragnarok, Spider-Man No Way Home, Moon Knight, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and Iron Man. Uh, did you like Loki? Because many people put that on first place. I actually did watch it, but I've heard good things about it. It has time travel, which is one of my favorite genres like in general, so it might be good. We'll see about that. I started watching it, but it, again, didn't grab me. I think like you should be more open to like watching shows that don't grab you from the beginning because there are so many shows I've seen that... No, I watched three episodes. I watched three episodes. Underwhelming at the beginning because like I've seen shows where the first whole season is not as good as the other ones. Like for example, the show Parks and Recreation with Chris Pratt. Uh, the, first ep- the first season was meh and then it just became this like better version of itself. It's hard to explain, but it was just so good. What do you think are the worst five movies or productions as a whole of MCU? Yeah. Uh, Marvel or MCU? Because I... MCU, MCU. Yeah, because if you said Marvel, I was gonna shout out the worst Marvel movie to ever exist, but whatever, so... No, but if if we also talk about the best Marvel movies, Deadpool would be one of them. Yeah, I don't actually think Deadpool was that good. Uh, Some of the X-Men movies were amazing, though. Uh, Logan was very good. Logan was probably my favorite one. It was a good one. But what are the worst five? What are the worst MCU movies? Or just productions? So, uh, WandaVision. WandaVision is on there. I'd say Thor The Dark World was pretty bad. Black Widow. Black Widow was very, very generic. Iron Man 2. I didn't... Yeah, I didn't enjoy the Iron Man movies, all of them. Oh, I think the first Iron Man movie is actually, like, an amazing movie. And it's probably the best MCU movie, in my opinion. Really? Yes. Hmm. I watched first Captain America and then Iron Man. Maybe that's why. You know what movie actually sucked ass, too? Captain Marvel. Yeah, I watched it two times. It gave me those... uh, all-time vibes it was a bad movie but i like it i like just i just like something in it i don't know what it is so that's our uh worst mcu movies and our best ones so uh you know what i really enjoyed inside of dr strange uh at the beginning he's where uh, at christine's wedding he's wearing a suit with a red pocket square and he just pulls it and it becomes the cloak of levitation which is really cool i actually love the cloak of levitation and if you watch what if it was just given such a personality in what if that was very unique in my opinion i still haven't watched what if i have to watch it but yeah in infinity war it also had this screen time saving many people spider-man also this squidward guy i can't remember his name oh yeah yeah on the new york fight 
Yes, yes. I actually think one of the parts where this movie kind of fell, in my opinion, was I think it was too fast-paced. Yeah, may- maybe it was a little bit fast-paced, but I mean, that's how Marvel is nowadays. Remember uh, Spider-Man No Way Home? It just started off at the beginning, yeah. I know, I know that's what you think, but if you watch Moon Knight, you might drastically change your opinion because that is slow-paced. Oh, perfect, perfect. But still, the new generation is just getting more. Their attention span is less, and so Marvel has to adapt. TikTok is a strong society, but um, there were some really good transitions. That is true, and especially like just the the thing with like the reflections. I think that's just like stunning cinematography work. Yeah, for example, where one falls on the ground in one universe and in the other simultaneously. Just like that's Sam Raimi. That's him as a director. Also, uh, the Tom and Jerry transition, you know, the black, the black circle coming in and closing. That was like, it was strange, but it just, it was really original and authentic. Yeah. To put it in such a, a blockbuster movie. Also, like speaking of the musical fight between, uh, what was this strange's name? So it, it's not Defender Strange, it's not Strange Supreme. No, wasn't it Strange isn't, Supreme? Isn't it Strange Supreme, the one that died in the Illuminati universe? Doesn't matter, let's just no, call him Supreme. I don't think so. Uh, like, I think that the fact that he actually killed him was pretty cold-blooded from our Strange. And I think it was also uh, really convenient that this movie foreshadowed the Book of Vishanti. It, like, when you think of it, they didn't actually get the Book of Vishanti. So that opens a huge opportunity for, like, future movies. Did they get the Book of Vishanti, though? Did they? No, he, he was there. He grabbed it and then Wanda came and she just started... Yeah, and she got uh, it. Well, they did. Travis's power. Yeah, he didn't actually use it, so right. She destroyed it. No, Wanda destroyed no. it. No, yeah, he, she destroyed it. He started treating it, and then she burned it. I think. So yeah, so I think that opens uh, opportunity for future movies because that wasn't in like Doctor Strange's home universe. So there is technically a book of Vishanti in like. Uh, no, it was. It's in the. It's in between multiverses. There's Remember only this one. Space? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. One. So there's actually only one book of Ashanti? Yes. But again, it might be a it might be a copy. It might not be original. Oh, yeah. You're talking like the Darkhold, yes. So it was religion in like Cathan's temple. The first demon. Cathan is the first demon, it turns out, in the MCU, canonically. There were some easter eggs, a statue, I don't know if that's Katan, but there was a statue in the table of Katan. And I think that's another character I talked about, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, so uh, actually I think that this movie had a lot of like foreshadowing uh, Wanda, like Wanda's like origin. Uh, I, I think that it would be very cool if we got uh, her brother like resurrected, because her brother is Quicksilver, right? Yeah, I don't know if that's in the comics, but yeah. It is, it is. He's her brother. I, I think that that whole story is going to be explored in the MCU, definitely. They probably won't miss of a cash grab. But now let's talk about our overview of this movie. Like, as a whole, what did you think of it? Um, I really enjoyed it. I would give it a, an 8 out of 10 because of its cinematography, its writing, its chill vibe again it's not a drama something serious <clears throat> and for that kind of movie i think it strongly deserves an eight okay what could have been better is um maybe as you already said maybe a s- 
a little bit slower paced also not to make it that complex because some of my friends i went to with to the cinema with they just didn't understand most of the part and they didn't like the movie yes i also think it would have been good if it was like 20 30 minutes longer just like the same story but into a longer format that would have helped with the pacing in my opinion yeah yeah um maybe but that might have opened the door to make to add some new story into it yes yes oh that's actually definitely true well uh i'd give it probably uh 8.6 out of 10 8.6 that's a very specific number why is that well because it was a good mcu movie but like on my mcu tier list uh Iron Man is Iron Man is a nine point nine. Uh, no Way Home is, I believe, a nine point one, and those are my two favorite MCU movies. So this one deserves to be a bit lower. Yes. So I I believe on Rotten Tomatoes it has like seventy nine. Is it on the on Rotten Tomatoes? I think on the tomato meter. I I don't know. I'm checking IMDb right now. Uh, I'm going to check Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. IMDb gives it a uh, 7.5 with a meta score of 62. Well, yeah, on the tomato meter it has 18, no, 75. Wait, what? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. I was just looking at the original Doctor Strange. So it has 75% on Run Tomatoes, which is a bit low in my opinion. Like, why can the first one have more than the second one when the second one was clearly superior? As a, as a Marvel fans, as Marvel fans, we just believe that. It's much better. Well, us giving our review should pretty much wrap up our review and uh, this whole episode of Just Your Ordinary Movie Podcast. So uh, until we see you next time, have a nice day. Also, if you want to give us feedback, highly appreciated. You can send us an email at themoviesimps at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-M-O-V-I-E-S-I-M-P-S at gmail.com you could also like yeah you could send us an email that's kind of it uh but until the next time just have a nice day and drink a lot of water eat a lot of food yeah yeah bye bye see you in the next episode